In this world of trouble and turmoil, how do we live out the peace of Christ? Jesus himself said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. What does that look like? We're going to talk about it today. How do we experience his peace today? We're going to talk with Alan Fadling. Alan is president and founder of Unhurried Living and has written A Non-Anxious Life, Experiencing the Peace of God's Presence. And good morning, Alan. Good morning. So how do we literally attempt to lead a non-anxious life? Because the world, news, social media, it all seems to be telling us we need to be anxious about everything all the time. (laughs) I know. Well, I I just think these last few years have maybe been some of the most anxious years in my experience uh, in 60-some years of life. And so what better time to think about the invitation of Jesus to receive a peace that's different than the sort of peace the world has on offer, which is basically, you can have peace if nothing goes wrong. That's pretty fragile. Uh, but what I love is that the peace of Jesus is not a an ideal situation. It is a peaceful presence. It is Christ mm. himself being peace with us and in us. That makes a difference. Now, you are a president and founder of Unhurried Living. So what's the relationship between unhurried living and anxiety? That's a great question. Uh, when I proposed this book, now nearly four years ago, when the pandemic was starting— What I told the publisher was the more I talk with leaders about anxiety uh, or about hurry, the more I realize many times their experience of hurry is very much rooted in anxiety. And so uh, that that was a follow on to some of what I've written about on the theme of hurry. Anxiety is that that sort of inner rush, that inner drivenness, that inner knee-jerk reaction to an unpleasant surprise. Most of us know what that feels like. The, the question is, will that unpleasant surprise get me running to try and get away from it or try to attack it or try to avoid it? Or will I find myself slowing down to the pace of peace as I lean into anxious uh, situations? You know, anxiety has a lot of different faces and a lot of different approaches. Like you said, being in a hurry causes, you know, a lot of anxiety. And then also being in a situation and not knowing how it's going to turn out. You know, am I going to get through this financial thing? Is the relationship going to get better? Uh, am I going to keep my job? These, all of these things just pile on and cause a lot of anxiety because we just, our, our initial gut reaction is, I don't know, and so that's stressing me out. How do we deal with that? Yeah, that, that's exactly right. In other words, when, we, when I wrote about non-anxious life, I did not find the plateau of peace where I never feel worried about something happening in my life. Right. But, but what I did find is that I can experience the care, the greater care of Christ that is bigger than my anxious care, and that the Lord is going to shepherd me, and I'm going to discover that I will not find myself in a situation of want, even if circumstances don't go the way I wish they would have. You know, when you live long enough, you can look back and see, man, anxiety sure predicted a lot of really bad outcomes. Mm -hmm. And man, it was wrong a lot. Maybe it's not the wonderful counselor it claims to be. (laughs) Mm, I really like that, Alan. 
So tell us what it looks like or how you've learned to just sit in a situation with the presence of Christ when you have those anxious feelings and that drive to just do something. Yeah, so one of the practices that has been really, really helpful is that simple line from the familiar psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. What I realize is that I've gotten in the habit in the past of practicing the presence of my anxiety more than practicing the presence of God in the middle of my anxiety. Mm. So my anxiety is like meditation in reverse or upside down. Mm. I sort of wrestle with my worries in the presence of God instead of recognizing the presence of God right in the middle of my worries, Mm. learning to let Christ displace anxiety at the center of who I am. And a lot of times we have to battle that over and over again. It's not just, okay, I'm feeling a little anxious, I'm going to spend some quiet time. Oh, look, it's all gone. But it, it, <laughs> it, it, it comes back, and sometimes it brings friends when, yeah. when it comes back. So this is, we shouldn't, if I'm hearing you right, we shouldn't feel like we're weak or we're not good enough as Christians just because the anxiety or stress comes back uh, over and over again, and we just have to fight it over and over again, right? Yeah, I, I think it's better to it's better to redirect what arises in me as anxiety. I think that's Paul the Apostle's strategy. Essentially in Philippians, he says, don't worry about anything, instead pray. And what I think he's saying is all of that energy, all of that concern, all of that care, point it in the direction of the God who cares more. Mm-hmm. Uh, point it in the direction of the God who is present and bigger than that which worries you. And if if we can translate our worried feelings and thoughts and sensations in the direction of practicing the presence of God in the middle, it may not change the fact that I keep finding myself worried or anxious, but what it will do is it'll help me right-size what anxiety means along the way. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Alan, I was thinking about our world and the growth of anxiety as far as people are a lot more aware that the anxiety that we feel has just blossomed. (laughs) Blossomed is not a right word. It's almost (laughs) blown up to the point of being an epidemic. And so as we consider that, why do you think we're more anxious today than in years past? Because people have had problems since the beginning of time. And really, in relation to like 50, 60, 70 years ago, we have a lot more things to help us through life. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think there's a number of factors. I think of my son's generation. They're 20 and 30-something. They know things about troubles in the world that I would never have known about at their age. I had no way of having a a news feed that could literally tell me every bad thing happening everywhere in the world at any given moment. And so I think there's an awareness of trouble that has uh, grown for us. I I also think the dynamics of these last three or four years with the pandemic, with with world conflicts, with cultural conflicts, with political conflicts, there's just a lot of trouble that we're noticing. And I think a lot of us have have lost touch with God being bigger than those things. So all of those things feel like mountains that surround us instead of imagining that they are hills next to the mountain of who God is. There's a perspective problem, I think, also in, in all of that. Oh, that's so wise. 
So I'm kind of getting the impression that if if there is a positive side to feeling anxious or having anxiety of these, these issues, it's it's when you have the perspective that God is bigger than whatever it is you're dealing with, that that could be the, the positive aspect of it. Yeah, Are there others? Maybe, maybe another way to say it would be anxiety is what care looks like when God's not big in the picture. Mm. So in the New Testament, for example, the word translated worry can also be translated care in a positive sense. So worry and care look very similar the difference is, is God big in the picture, or is God small or even yeah. absent in the picture? Yeah. And so my anxiety, um, I, the, the equation I think of is that in my family we thought anxiety equals care. I've come to believe it's better to say anxiety equals care minus God. Mm-hmm. And so that's been really a helpful way to see my anxiety, that it's evidence of what I care about. So, Alan, this morning, I know there's folks that are listening in that are really just having trouble doing life because of their anxiety. And would you speak into their situation this morning, just give them some hope and some strategy they can use to get out of bed today and look at the day in a more positive and carefree way? Yeah, there are probably so many things I could offer. I'm standing in my office looking out at a rainstorm here in California And in the middle of flood warnings, I see sparrows feeding at my bird feeder. And they don't seem to have a care in the world. And Jesus sort of hinted at that in the Sermon on the Mount. Don't worry about anything. Consider the birds. Your father feeds them. They're not out there farming. They're not storing up grain for the future. They're not worrying about their 401ks, all that kind of stuff. They are cared for. We are cared for. This is why the Lord is my shepherd has been so good for me. And the other thing I would say is, if anxiety is absolutely overwhelming you, there are a lot of places to look for help. Mm -hmm. There are wise counselors. There are medical doctors who can meet us in places where anxiety is literally overwhelming our bodies. And we have spiritual counsel in the scriptures and in pastors and in communities of faith. Get help. Look for help. Ask for help. Don't be embarrassed. Anxiety uh, is nothing to be ashamed of. It is a human reality, and you can find the peace of Christ to meet you in your places of real anxiety. I think that is very, very important for people uh, who are dealing with anxiety to understand that there's God has provided many, many, many ways to deal with it and and to to get a grasp on it, including yes. seeking professional help and 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 uh, help from doctors, etc. That is a very important point. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, well, I've needed them all. So, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad to yeah. find help. Yeah. Mm. Uh, thank you for uh, your insight. Thank you for the work that you're doing in this field. Thank you for spending some time with us this morning. And I really do appreciate you. And I uh, hopefully we can uh, you know get together and talk about this and other endeavors in the near future. That would be a pleasure. I've sure enjoyed our time together.